0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast where we chronicle the baseball trip of a lifetime while raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with north carolina-based children's hope alliance and patty we're in cincinnati we are we went to tuesdays that's my wife patty by the way folks i I am ron clements uh did i say that already my name i don't know i I, I don't know um but (laughs) (laughs) we're off to a great start here the
1: podcast start to run together after a while to be quite honest
0: um but anyway we're in cincinnati and uh It's Thursday, Um, we went to Tuesday's game at Great American Ballpark, neither of us had ever been there before, heck, neither of us had ever really been to Cincinnati before.
1: Never really? I haven't been at all, I don't think, have you?
0: I've been around Cincinnati, Okay. and you and I actually stayed north of Cincinnati uh, a year or two ago.
1: When we were driving through, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: So, been around Cincinnati, I've been to Florence, uh... Kentucky, but hope to get to a Florence Freedom game. By the way, that's the uh, Frontier League game or uh, the Frontier League team in Florence. You know, with the Gateway Grizzlies and the River City Rascals in St. Louis, and the the normal Corn Belters. Well, I actually told an usher about the cornfields that are at the Normal Corn Belters Stadium in Normal, Illinois. And yeah, it, those
1: are awesome. I it mean, is to get corn that was actually grown at the stadium yeah. when you're at the stadium to eat. That's so, guys, fun. if you're
0: ever in Central Illinois. And maybe you want to take your kid on a tour of Illinois State. Patty is a proud Redbird alum. Uh, Normal Illinois, home of the Normal Corn Belters. And yes, if you get sweet corn there, it is sweet corn that grow right at the stadium. That green center field area in Normal, usually it's either a green wall or grass. Well, in Normal Illinois at the Corn Belter Stadium, it is literally a cornfield.
1: Hence the name.
0: Right. But we're here to talk about Cincinnati, and Patty, we are doubling down in Cincinnati. Great American Ballpark will be the first stadium out of 13 so far where we have seen multiple games.
1: Yeah, so Tuesday night we took Holmes for his second game ever.
0: Right, his first one was April 8th at uh, Nationals Park, and that was a cold one. It was very nice Tuesday night, however.
1: It was. was, I was worried it was going to be a little warm for him, but it wasn't bad
0: at all. I actually took Holmes for a walk on Wednesday to a park near where where, where the RV is, and uh, some guy was walking this uh, little yellowed mutt, and I say mutt in a very endearing way because Holmes is a mutt. Uh, mixed breeds, mixed breed dogs are the best. But this dog's name was Penny, and she had just gotten her summer cut, and this guy Jim was his name. He asked me if I, if uh, we are gonna give Holmes a uh, shave, is what he asked, and I was like, oh yeah, his his summer dews coming.
1: Yeah, we need to find a place to do that for sure. And I've been yeah. Saying if if, if that you, you have
0: any uh, groomer recommendations in Cincinnati or even Detroit, uh, Chicago, please let us know. So we're trying to still uh, line things up. Uh, I spent part of Wednesday uh, emailing folks in Denver and uh, Minneapolis, trying to get trying to lock in details of when we're hopefully going to be getting kids to. Twins and Rockies games but uh, our next stop Detroit we will be getting some kids up to a game there and uh, but let's let's go back to Tuesday at uh, Great American Ballpark and 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 talk about the Red Stadium a uh, a little bit when it was first built some Cincinnati columnist wrote Great American Ballpark and maybe they should have called it kind of good ballpark over the last 20-30 years they have steadily made several improvements to the stadium and when we walked in there for the first time Tuesday night we were pretty impressed it's a cool location right on the Ohio River
1: you have great so, views of the city skyline and everything
0: yeah and, and the great american insurance company building is it stands it ta- out for no, sure it, it towers t- over <laughs> the stadium
1: so it's like oh now we know why mm-hmm. it's called this
0: yeah but uh there's There are some nice homages to the team's history. Um, There's a mural that shows the original 1869 Cincinnati Reds team. The Reds are the oldest baseball franchise in Major League Baseball. I don't know if you knew that.
1: I did not know that. Now I do.
0: Yes, 1869. And then the Big Red Machine. So there are two murals side by side. One is of that original 1869 team. and The other is of the Great Eight. So the, the murals are called the Original Nine and the Great Eight. And the great eight was the eight starters in the field, minus the pitching staff. But the eight field position players that the big red machine had that kind of uh, culminated with that 1975 team, and it's that 75 team represented on that mural. And you talk about the, the big big red machine, that's Johnny Bench, it's Joe Morgan, of course, that, that, that's Pete Rose. And uh, there's a very, very subtle... Tribute to Pete Rose that you wouldn't know and a heck I would not have known if it wasn't pointed out to me by the guy Sitting next to us named Patrick. He was there with his girlfriend Kristen and Patrick used to work at the stadium like so For us to be so fortunate to sit next to a guy who was so a young guy, too He's like 25 years old, but for us to sit next to a guy who spent a few years in college? He went to Xavier. Spent a few years in college working at the stadium and giving us little tidbits and stuff. It was it was great. So when we go back Friday night to see the Cardinals and Reds play with our friends from coming up from Nashville, the Pullman family, it'll be nice to pick out the little pointers and that. Patrick told us to check out. We were kind of limited Tuesday because we had homes because we really couldn't go explore like we normally do.
1: Right. They have it to where you can only be in that one section and you can't go beyond it with the dogs, which is understandable. But then it means that if we want to go exploring, you have to go on your own. You can't go together. Right. And, and you know, you want to be there with the dogs. So, but yeah, it, it is, there's a lot of great views. You know, one thing, I don't know if you saw this, Ron, but there is, we've talked about charging stations before there's a whole there's a huge screen and there are it's like a u-shape facing the screen yeah
0: down that the the left field corner
1: yeah and then they've got that was one of the things patrick
0: pointed out to me because i asked him where they have charging stations okay yeah
1: i just came upon it continue dear yes i just came upon it and it's like you know there's like um stations essentially that you can sit that you can sit at in a chair, you can watch the game, you can have your beer or whatever, or your hot dog or your soda, and plug in your phone or whatever devices you want to plug in. And
0: unlike City Field, New York Mets, this area is accessible to the general public. You do not need a special ticket to access it.
1: That's right. So,
0: but I, what, uh, I didn't finish on the uh, special tribute, though, That or the subtle oh, tribute to Pete Rose. I, I kind of got off on a different tangent. But the smokestacks that are, uh, so, the right center field area kind of looks like a uh, old riverboat. old steamboat, an old riverboat, right? Yep. And w- it's got the smokestacks, and on top of those smokestacks are some baseball bats. There are two stacks, and on each on top of each one are seven baseball bats. What is seven times two, Patty?
1: Fourteen.
0: And that was Pete Rose's number. That's a little subtle tribute to Pete Rose. Uh, still not in the Hall of Fame. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Any wrong he committed against baseball was as a manager. The guy is the baseball's hit king, one of the best players to ever play the game. Put the man's bust, put his plaque in Cooperstown. It belongs there. He is a Hall of Fame player. Not a manager, but a Hall of Fame player.
1: So there's also another subtle nod to him, right? There's the Pete Rose Garden.
0: Yes. If you're walking along, uh, I'm not sure what street that was, but... uh, uh you're walking walking along there and there is a flower garden filled with a bunch of roses and that is the Pete rose garden that was it's kind of clever
1: yeah it is it's fun
0: all right guys more about cincinnati and uh what we have planned this week uh and why I don't like Skyline Chili, coming up after this word from Children's Hope Alliance. You see, everybody
1: else have a family. I remember just like, you know, like saying, what's wrong with me? you know.
2: Josh spent 16 years in DSS custody after unthinkable abuse and neglect. He came to Children's Hope Alliance last year to join our Independent Living Program to help him transition into adulthood.
1: I'm thankful being in Independent Living of the Children's Hope Alliance because I don't know where else I would be.
2: Independent Living is just one of nearly 30 programs at Children's Hope Alliance. Visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate to learn how to help kids like Josh. In 2014, there were 702,000 cases of reported child maltreatment in the U.S. That's enough to pack Wrigley Field 17 times. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn how to give hope to a child. Any child should be able to at least go to a foster home and experience the family. After a traumatic past, Briar was fostered and adopted through Children's Hope Alliance. I felt like God chose this place. And I feel like when He opened the door for them being my foster parents, He also opened the door for them being my mom and dad. There are kids right now in your community waiting for someone like you to open their hearts and home. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org slash advocate. Okay.
1: I didn't give birth to these kids, but they're here and they're our family and they're our kids.
2: Carrie and her husband couldn't have a baby on their own, but they wanted to raise a family. So they reached out to Children's Hope Alliance to learn about becoming foster parents. Children's Hope Alliance helped place a little boy named Riley in their home. The couple adopted Riley about a year later, then adopted his older brother too. Now their house and their hearts are full of family. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate. Did you know there are enough kids in foster care to fill the rosters of almost 1,500 MLB teams and their entire farm systems? We need more foster parents. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn more.
0: Welcome back to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Patty, as soon as we got out of our car, which we got really lucky, we found street parking about 200 feet from the stadium gate. Yeah, winning. <laughs> I know, right? But as soon as we got out of our car, there was a family of four getting out of their car as well. And had two little kids. I happened to bring some Children's Hope Alliance stuff with us. Some cups and some sunglasses. I noticed neither of the two kids had sunglasses. Now they do. Now they do. And they set the Children's Hope Alliance logo on them. We told them about what we're doing. Uh, I got a haircut Wednesday. And this woman was just all fascinated by our trip and really with the like the, the mail service, how we're getting our mail forwarded to us as, as we travel ac- <laughs> across the country.
1: Yeah, there have been some and, challenges with that, but now right, we've got it figured out.
0: Yes. Uh, there were a couple of checks in Limbo that I'm glad we finally are received, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh Anyway, so I told her about, you know, what we were doing and, and uh, she thought it was great wonderful, and wonderful and it's nice. We're not doing it to get praise from people, but it's really nice to get that positive feedback from folks. And, and hopefully we are, are inspiring people to, to get involved, um, you know, if they want to adopt. If you're thinking about adopting a child, maybe you foster first and then you adopt. Or, you know, if you're not in a position to adopt, you can, uh, you can volunteer at an organization. They always need help. You can donate money so that that money can go toward helping a child find his or her forever home. Because that's what it's all about, trying to find these kids safe and loving homes. I thought it was the hokey pokey. Oh, my goodness. No. <sighs> well, let's turn. <laughs> Sorry, I
1: had to bring some levity in there <laughs> for a second.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that let's is, turn that this thing around. That is what it is all about. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Right. So Cincinnati. All right. We have yet to really explore the city. You've been working, I've been trying to update the website and emailing folks to try to get future things lined up. We really haven't done much in the city. We are going to go out to eat at the Eagle on the Rhine, or over the Rhine, um, with friends of, friends of mine that I met down in Charlotte, kind of friends of a friend, but then we, we clicked. Their names are Rudy and Omega. Looking forward to having dinner with them. You have not met them yet, but you will like them, I promise.
1: I have not met them. And one thing about the city, though, that I noticed, um, I drove and did a couple of errands myself, and just coming back here from the stadium, you know, Tuesday night, I was thinking about how it seems big. I don't know if it, Cincinnati itself is really all that big but it seems like a big city it's it's kind of spread out I guess
0: it is and it's kind of neat the the landscape of Cincinnati how it's built up on around bluffs so you, you get down to the river the Ohio River it sort of levels off into Kentucky but coming into Cincinnati you've got some rolling hills and and some uh, pretty steep downgrades especially with the RV and uh yeah heck we drove past a bluff Tuesday night on the way home from the game and it was you know like there were like terraced buildings like something you would see in a, a european uh mediterranean seafront almost it, it was kind of neat that's that's what it reminded me of
1: yeah speaking of waterfront that is really cool right across the street from the stadium
0: smell park yeah
1: yeah and then and just as we were driving in to begin with also seeing the was it the roebling bridge
0: yeah the beautiful uh think Think Brooklyn Bridge style. That's what the Roebling Bridge in Cincinnati looks like, and it's really cool. It takes you right into Covington, Kentucky. The, the Cincinnati walk- Riverfront is is really beautiful, very yeah. scenic.
1: Yeah, again, that Smale Park, they've got some swings. Um, they're a little different. They're more like a porch swing kind of swing. Yeah.
0: Not like the swings in Montreal No, nope, that, that but still played fun. music and stuff. But it's still
1: fun. <laughs> and they've got a couple water features. Kids were running through them after the game. There's even
0: a maze. There is. That I navigated successfully. It, it took after a while. about though. 10 times. Oh, trying. shut It took me once.
1: <laughs> Smarty pants. It didn't take you once. You it tried it. It did too. No. You did tried you it and you it? got stuck and then you tried it no, again. No, I
0: didn't. No. No. Oh. It just took a while. You got to go all the way around that thing. Okay. I did it in one try. It just took a while. I went in the <laughs> wrong entrance. Is where I, where I made made the mistake. I tried to go, like right through the right toward the center, but the, you got to go around it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I didn't get stuck. <laughs> Jeez.
1: He was like a little kid running around that maze trying to figure it out. <laughs> Don't let him fool you.
0: But uh, as far as um, I almost called it Riverfront Stadium. That's where the Reds used to play. <laughs> As far as Great American Ballpark, we are really looking forward to going Friday to see your Cardinals. And you're going to wear your card. You're going to bust out the Cardinals shoes for the first time this year, right? I am. She's been wearing these baseball shoes, but now it's good. She forgot the Cardinals shoes the first time she saw the Cardinals in Pittsburgh. And that's probably why the Pirates beat the Cardinals, right?
1: Exactly. It's all about the shoes. I did have my baseball shoes, but I didn't have the Cardinals shoes. Yes. So we'll break those out.
0: But uh, unfortunately, though, the home teams are 4-9 now uh, on, on our trip. And I know Friday yeah. you're hoping for the home team to be 4-10.
1: Quite honestly, yes. <laughs> However, last night they almost came back.
0: Yeah, they did. I they mean, scored three runs in the bottom of the night. That was actually extra- And they, then they had the tying run on. Or the, the tying run up, rather, with two outs. But the game ended there with 9-6. The Rockies won. Rockies actually snapped a, a bit of a losing streak by beating the Reds. But over the next... Six days, we'll be going to two games, Friday, St. Louis Cardinals, Cincinnati Reds at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, and when we do the Monday podcast episode, right after that, we will be heading toward Detroit, where Wednesday, we will be going to see a game at Comerica Park in Detroit, thanks again to the Detroit Tigers for donating 20 tickets to the Student Advocacy Center of Michigan to get some kids out to a baseball game next Wednesday. Really grateful to the Tigers for hooking us up, or for hooking up the Student Advocacy Center, rather, uh, helping these kids get a nice, good day out at the ballpark. So Monday, though, we will be talking about the remainder of our week in Cincinnati and what we did, what we saw, and Skyline Chili. We're going to try it because you've never had it. I have had it. I'm not a fan. It's spaghetti basically, with a weird sauce. I don't like it.
1: You, you keep saying that about the spaghetti. Don't they just have a cup of chili you can get?
0: Um, that's not quote-unquote Cincinnati chili, though. That's not what Skyline Chili is known for. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: I was unimpressed with the little tiny hot dog that was mostly cheese? shredded cheese on top.
0: Yeah, very underwhelmed the by the Skyline Chili Coney Dog at Great American Ballpark, um... Yeah, just I I I know it's blasphemous to to say this in Cincinnati, but not a fan of Skyline Chili <laughs> at all. But we're gonna eat some. I'll I'll know, give you little... my
1: opinion of the actual thing after. Right. We have it.
0: So Patty, P- P- Patty will probably like it, and she'll call me weird for not liking it. Just like she calls me weird for not liking I was gonna cucumbers. Say, you're
1: just weird anyway. It doesn't <laughs> matter.
0: But all right. So you have that. Fun stuff to look forward to on Monday with the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next week.
1: Bye. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play
2: our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be
1: flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along.
0: Cincinnati, and we all got really happy. Grabbed a bowl of that
1: Skyline chili along the way, and we're coming.